your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, It's 6 o'clock. It is a Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, The way the Joke Workshop works, if you haven't been here before, you get a four-minute set followed by four minutes of critique by your comedian peers. If you're out there in the peanut gallery today, make sure you find a microphone to give those comments because this is a radio show. You'll hear the horn at three minutes. That means you have a minute left in your set, so you know what a minute feels like. We've got some new comedians here tonight I'm real excited about. We've got some regular comedians I'm excited about, too. Please remember, when you feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. It's a nice, fluffy brioche bun on top. You put the shit in the middle, and then you a little mayonnaise on the bottom, maybe, with that crispy, crispy bun. So be kind to each other. There's an on-off switch on the microphone, just a thing to note. Uh, people have a tendency to <laughs> switch it on and off. Uh, but it's up there on off switch so be careful of that i'll probably yell at you if i can't hear you and say it's how you turned it off but this is i'm really excited for our first comedian of the night he is a rising star on the san francisco comedy scene i can't wait to see him what and what he does in the future because he's helping me out too put your hands together everybody for your first comedian of the night oh i forgot to tell everybody if you donate more than two dollars tonight you get a free ice cream i have hagen dazs ice cream bars so uh, thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio, helping keep this place alive. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the, mu- the night, everybody. It's Mike Evans Jr. Hello, everybody. So the election's coming up right now, and uh, I don't know. It's always tough for me to feel like I can relate or I can trust whoever's up there running for president because... I just see every president as a cop, really. Um, just because of the fact that, like, you know, they just talk a lot of shit and, like, they just say all these things that they're going to do differently than the last people who are up there, but they're still a cop at the end of the day, right? They're still working for this system that always oppresses my people at the end of the day. So just see him as a cop. Um, like, I feel like if you vote Republican, you're voting for a cop that's going to shoot me in the face. But if you're voting for Democrats, you're going to vote for a cop that's going to tase me in the face. Donald Trump, racist cop. We've all seen that before, right? Racist cop, crazy, kind of dumb. Barack Obama, really good cop. Still a cop. And what do black cops do? Show off for white cops. It's true. If you listen to rap music, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Hillary Clinton... Do you know how many lady cops look just like Hillary Clinton? <laughs> like dead on. Still a cop. Still a cop. I don't know. I think the system is weird too in terms of like how you can only vote for red or blue. You can only vote for Democrat or Republican when I feel like we're all a country in the middle. We're all in the gray area, right? Like no one's a hundred percent Democrat and no one's a hundred percent Republican. It's um it's a spectrum. Like like being gay, right? You ever heard that before? 
That like being gay is like a spectrum where like no one's a hundred percent straight, no one's a hundred percent gay. Which makes sense because like, you know, like Mike Pence has like a lot of gay sex, right? Like he's just always is getting fucked in the ass, which makes sense because he tries to balance that with homophobic policy. It's how he makes it all <laughs> come together. They used to um they used to call him Tense Pence in high school because his butthole would clinch up really nicely. They used to just it's Tense Pence and and it's all making sense now. Um, <laughs> that's what I think. Uh, I saw this little kid. So I work at a middle school. Uh, I saw this little kid call his teacher like a dumbass bitch today for no reason. Like he just asked him how his day was. And he was like, shut up, you dumbass bitch. And in that moment, I thought teaching middle school kids is harder than stand up. Because no matter what I say up here, no one's going to scream Shut up, you dumbass bitch, right? Oh, never mind. It's my whole joke right there. It's, it's ruined because of you, Pam. <laughs> Got the horn. Um, what else is going on? Oh, I have a car, and um, I don't know. I spend a lot of time in my car. Sometimes I like my car more than I like my girlfriend because uh, I don't know. I don't have to wash it. It doesn't complain. You know, I could just tune out in the car. It always plays good music when I want it to. And I don't know. My car also feels like someone I owe money all the time because I want to drive it all the time, right? I want to always fucking get in my car and go, but then it's like, no, you owe me fucking money right now, dude. You got to fill my tank up if we still want to be friends. Like my other friends, I can owe them money forever. Like my friends who sell weed, I can always just owe them money forever, but my car will break down eventually. Smells like me. Yeah, that's it. It's a weird way to end a set, but yeah, there's my car. But <laughs> my name is Mike, y'all. Thank you. He smells like his car. Mike Evans Jr. I'm sorry for yelling it, but it just no. seemed like that's what you wanted me to yell. I don't know. I'm sorry. We're not supposed to yell the, the bitch line? Back no. You. <laughs> Where were you going with that line? Uh, was it just... I was definitely a freestyle. Just something that happened today. Really. Yeah, because I think funny. there is something funny. That like, like what if like a bunch of kids in like a, t a classroom heckled you like people do in like a stand-up comedy? It's like, boo, you suck, right. and you're just like, what the fuck was that? Like, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, yeah, just the, the the flipping around things is always funny. Um, I think it'd be good. Uh, like, I like your 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 cop comparison with the politicians. I think it'd be. When you start bringing up Pence, like a callback to what kind of cop he is, because <laughs> uh, he, he's he's a kind of cop for sure, right? Like I'm sure you could probably come up with something better than me. Like lieutenant or like fucking yeah, Lieutenant somebody. Pence or he's something. He's a serious face all the time. He's the one who like keeps ordering raids on gay clubs and then like <laughs> keeping the numbers of all the guys there and something like that. Yeah. That's uh, great. That's really great. Uh, and then he, I like it's just the seamless transition is like yeah they called him Ted Spence because his asshole was so tight you know that's that's great I like what what was making his asshole clutch up it was like some kind of like circular feedback thing where like you call him gay and it tenses his ass up and then it like makes him it's a snatch 22 uh, is that and then um, <laughs> you can't something like if you if you could fill up like you're saying about the, the bit about like that you can't uh, you can't have a debt with your car like you can with your weed dealer. Uh, like I think there's some more there. Like you can't pay. 
like you can't fill up your car with like cocaine, which is like sometimes like, you know, that equivalent exchange that you're doing with your weed dealer or something yeah. like that's, but that's you, you, you know what I'm it. saying? Like yeah. you can't pay, you can't fill up the car with the same shit you can pay your weed dealer with. Yeah. Like, uh, I, like I can't tell my, I can tell my parents like, oh, you know, I'm working on it. I can't tell my car I'm working on it. Yeah, 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 ah. exactly. Yeah. You're just pleading with it at like a gas station. Yeah, that's what I got. Uh, the, the, the good like cop, that. bad cop, all the cops was amazing, amazing stuff. I was laughing so hard. All that Mike Pence stuff. Thank the you. only possible tag I could even ask you to interject would be you mentioned that your girlfriend likes shitty music what kind of shitty music uh she likes fucking high school musical she's 23 by the way right well and then i mean it just seems it you could it it just seems that was like the only thing where i'd be like oh if he was gonna add anything it would be whatever shitty music she listened to you can assume she was in high school because she likes high school musical i hope you know that yeah i just had to say that because i i just (laughs) Because I always make fun of her for them. Like, how fucking old are you? Why do you still like this movie? Huh? Um, I really liked the cop jokes. I feel like with Mike Pence, you could be like, yeah, Mike Pence is the kind of cop who tries to shove a baton up your ass or <laughs> cavity searches people for no reason. <laughs> uh, what else? I really liked uh, the car jokes. I feel like in the comparison between your car and your girlfriend, you could be like, I'm only comfortable with all my friends getting in one. Oh, man, that's funny. Thank you. Damn, that's good. Yeah, take it. All yours. Um, It's all bad. But yeah, I really like this stuff, and I can't wait to see, like, once it's been worked on a little more. Smart girlfriend. I'm going to come back next week with this full comparisons. It's going to be horrible. Clap your hands together, everybody. everybody. Mike Evans, Jr. And uh, in the fills today, we're listening to the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle soundtrack on loop. Because <laughs> why not? Because I feel like I should have brought pizza instead of ice cream. Your next comedian, clap your hands together. Everybody get those notepads out. It's Shane Kenny. This is what we do. How's everyone doing? <laughs> That's the Monday energy. Welcome back to Mutiny Radio. Or as I like to call it, the uh, Boys and Girls Club for At-Risk Comedians. Your donations help. So I hate all the astrology people who, like, with all the chaos going on in the world, they'll still say they're feeling depressed because the moon's in retrograde. Like, yeah, it can't possibly be debt, corruption, or climate change. It's the fucking moon's fault. Like, that's why Jupiter sucks. It has 67 moons. It can't possibly be all the super storms of poisonous gas. So, recently, the guy behind gay conversion therapy, to no one's surprise, came out as gay. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to find out what a Republican or a Christian preacher is against, or if you want to find out what they do for fun, find out what they're against. If they say homosexuality and drugs are a sin, they're getting butt-fucked and doing cocaine that night. Seriously, like I've thought about becoming a televangelist for financial purposes. I figured I'd be a good poster boy, like I've done enough drugs, I could just be like, yeah, I was led astray by these drugs and the demons that enticed me into heavy metal, but now I'm straight. The only thing I'm under the influence of is Jesus. And then like a good Christian, I'd be secretly doing everything I say I'm against. Drugs, premarital sex, you name it. Because that's what priests have taught me. So 
so I learned this recently in World War II comic books got really popular and Christians naturally freaked out because like Wonder Woman vaguely showed cleavage and everyone had better superpowers than Jesus so the Christians did to comic books what they do to NWA albums and indigenous culture they set it on fire and the messed up part was a lot of these comic book writers were Jewish, like nearly all of them. And this was during World War II. So while G Nazi Germany was burning Jewish art and putting people into camps, here in America, we too were burning Jewish art and putting Japanese people into camps. That's America for you. It's like, we will not stand for oppression unless we're the ones oppressing. Girl, ladies, it's like when a guy says, like, yeah, I hate fuckboys. It's because he's secretly a fuckboy. Cool. Now I'm taking notes. Uh, I realized recently that allergies is just a dyslexic nose. So, yeah, that's everything I have. Thank you, guys. Kenny, everyone. My first question, I and it's just because it shows my age, and I don't, I, I, I don't know what a fuck boy is. Male slut. Um, so a male, a male slut is a fuck boy. Is he specifically heterosexual, or is it a homosexual term? Is it a, is it? I've just, I, I've only heard it in the context of like fanboy, but fanboy and fuck boy are different. Uh, I'll send different. you some articles. Don't. <laughs> okay. Um, also, gosh, butt fucking is a hard word to take. There might be something funnier than that. I don't know. It's just like, I, I, I get where you're coming from with the impetus that's driving your sat. What, like, what you're saying is what's happening, and and it. But it's like, how do you make your TED talk go? Because it's it's informative, but how do we? push that toward the comedic like a little farther because the ideas you're talking about have like irony and they're crazy and you're putting them out there but I just I don't know where that there's got to be I don't know I don't know I don't know how to help today uh, other people go ahead so on that fuck boy punchline I feel like you set it up right but like the punch didn't hit because there really wasn't like a clear connection. Maybe if you say something long lines, maybe because your boyfriend's a fuckboy. Like maybe not use that punchline because that's not funny enough. But somewhere around that ballpark, that's where you should target the punchline. On the uh, the uh, Jewish comics in over here in America, we were burning Amer uh, Jewish comics and putting Japanese people in internment camps. You should go. Uh, and you wonder why anime is so fucked up. Yeah, because it's Japanese. Japanese comics. You turned it off. There you go. I don't even know why that's funny, but it's, it's relating. <laughs> uh, trying to connect every dot to that. Uh, for the gay conversion bit, uh, maybe the reason the guy was running gay conversion therapy was so he could suck all the gay out of them. And <laughs> Can I please you use that? Start, no, I, I'm keeping that. This is joke workshop. <laughs> <laughs> it's for me, not you. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bit about there's an interesting parallel you drew with like the comics and like you know the the, the Christianity and stuff. It's just funny that like 
like the the premier comic person, Superman, is just so much cooler than Jesus and has come back to life so many more times and <laughs> has so many like cooler powers and shit like that. It's like you guys re- like the Bible really undershot when they came up with their superhero. Like, <laughs> let's go fucking big. You know, we get round two. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Walking Thank on you. water. Why not flying? Exactly. All right. Quick note. Um I like the thing about astrology and about people blaming uh, celestial bodies for problems that are really obviously earthborn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just feel like you need to refocus it a little bit. Uh, the premise, uh, maybe something. Out of, this is just an example. Just think of different ways to get there. Uh, you know, with the eye focusing on. Oh yeah, sure. Blame the moon for your problems. Maybe something like. Um, it's like how are you ever supposed to get liberals on the same page where they can defeat defeat conservatives when a third of them believe that their problems are caused by the moon's retrograde something you know or or not but something kind of weave it political a little bit yeah or just to come up with some more specific examples of the kinds of things that people are blaming the moon for and what this is uh preventing them from actually doing vis-a-vis solving their real world problems thank you no Hmm. problem um I've always thought uh, people who make fun of astrology people, um, they also get too excited when they find out that they're also, like someone else is also a June baby or September baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clap really your hands together, today. everybody. Shane Kenny. All right. Keep those comments rolling. Take, keep taking great notes. Uh, remember, if you donate more than two bucks, I've got ice cream back here. So come on back and get an ice cream yummy thing. It was, and mine was coffee flavor. It was very tasty. Put your hands together, everybody, for Rob Edwards. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing today? Woo-hoo. Good, good. Social media is weird to me. Is it weird to y'all at all? A little bit, yeah. I feel like if it was real life, it would just, it wouldn't be tolerated, you know? Like, what if, like, say, say you were going to get coffee, right? And then you turned around and see my big black ass, like, hey, what are you doing? I'm following you. (laughs) He's like, you're following me to get coffee? I like when you get coffee. (laughs) I like when you get coffee so much that I shared it with all my friends. Like, you know all these motherfuckers? No, not really. (laughs) That's not what's important. What's important is that I shared it with them, and they shared it with their friends, and now it's spreading like a disease across the world. (laughs) Like a virus. Shit's weird to me. And, you know, it's, it's like, I feel like that's why they take celebrities so seriously. You know, like, what's the name of Beyonce's cult? Her cult, what are they, what are they? The Bayhive, yeah. Like, you say anything remotely negative about Beyonce, and they will threaten to kill you and your whole family. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, no one comes for the queen bee. I'm like, why is she your queen? Because she sings songs? Like, what, is she giving you health care? What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are your priorities about? They take, they take celebrities too seriously, you know? Like, the Kanye shit, I, I didn't understand why everybody got mad at Kanye, just because he was like a few months removed from a mental institution, right? So like you wouldn't, like if you saw a homeless guy freaking out on the fucking sidewalk and he said some shit you didn't like, you wouldn't turn around to him and say, you're fucking canceled, bro. You won't work in another cardboard box in this town again. Get the fuck out of here. You wouldn't do that. 
And that's the same thing. That was that's why I didn't get mad at Kanye. I don't know. It was like it was like he was just removed from like a a mental institution, the nut house, the fucking loony bin, bro. Like he was a looney tune. Like every time he got through doing one of his rants, I felt like Porky Pig should have hopped out the screen. Like, I mean, I mean, that's all, folks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's out of his mind. Why are you taking him seriously? It didn't make sense to me, man. Uh, uh, so that was that bit. Let's see if I got anything else. Uh, oh, okay. So I, I feel like I'd be a terrible parent. That's why I don't. I avoid having kids like the plague. Uh, it's like you would abuse and and beat your kid? No, no. Well, yeah, but not you know like not that bad. But like, I feel like I'd be one of those parents who like drop their kid off at Michael Jackson's house or some shit like that. Like, I don't know, cause I can I can like see, that's why I don't want to be a parent, cause I can see all the benefits of doing that. Like, one, you get to meet Michael Jackson, right? <laughs> now it's not the thriller Michael Jackson; it's the pale. I'll buy no Stranger Things, Michael Jackson, but it's still Michael Jackson, right? And then, you know, I get a break from the feed me, clothe me, don't leave me in a zoo entrapment with an alligator type shit. I don't have to do, no, I don't have to do that anymore. I get a break from all that needy shit. All right, that's all I got right now. Thanks, guys. It's my time. Rob Edwards, what a great opening joke. That was, the following thing was great. Marty, go ahead. Yeah, uh, that was a really great set, man. That was good stuff. Uh, have, you, have you been in this long? or? Probably seven, eight months. Okay, cool. Well, it's, it's a good set. Um, I like the bit about... Uh, the bit about the bit about Kanye and like the... I think it, I think there's more to be said on the Beyonce thing. I don't know what it is, but it's great. I'm glad somebody else is picking up. <laughs> but I really like where you're going with that. Like, like, what the fuck does she really do for you, right? Like... That's good. And then the same thing with Kanye is that like, it's like we don't have an expectation of Kanye to give us anything because he's clearly just a fucking crazy person. Yeah. He's like, here's an $800 shirt. And you're like, all right, cool. Thanks, Kanye. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, it's like, and you say like a comparison to like a homeless dude, but like you'd let a homeless guy go anywhere if he was turning out like fucking runaway and black skinhead, right? Like you'd, he'd have free range of the town if he was doing that shit. And that's what Kanye is. Like he's just three steps above the guy yelling on the street right like yeah. like that's what that's where he's at I, I wanted to know some of the crazy go nuts things he says to like oh, an, a little act out of like you just, just pull up one of his rants on YouTube. but yeah. you but i feel like you you could do a little act out and just like say just keep saying words that or whatever that would make no sense and and do like a little act out it'd be fun to see also i uh, had an idea for after the health care they call themselves the bay b the bay the bay hive um well maybe if there's like something about babies she does she deliver babies like she's bay baby is a short little step from bay i don't know but if they're that'd be something she could help some some mamas (laughs) maybe yeah, I mean, the whole premise that you're talking about with the Kanye, Beyonce thing, you're talking about a cult of personality, yeah. you know, which has always existed all over the world. The difference is in other countries, like maybe like Mao, for example, Mao Zedong, they, he had a cult of personality because people thought he was going to deliver them from poverty and make them above like the U.S. and the Western powers. You know, yeah. a decent reason <laughs> to have a cult of personality <laughs> as opposed to... Like what? Yeah. So just maybe bring in some other non-entertainment people who had per- cults of personality because they were trying to literally change people's lives. 
um, even Charles Manson, he was he was a very failed singer, but he got a lot of people murdered. Yeah, He's a fun guy. <laughs> He's a fun one. Uh, put your hands together. Uh, great set tonight from Rob Edwards. All righty, keeping it moving. Remember, if you donate more than $2, I have ice cream. And actually, at this point, the ice cream's melting. So if anyone wants a fucking ice cream, come get an ice cream, because I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I figured more people are ice cream freaks. Does no one else like... No, I bought ice cream for you guys. I used my food stamps to buy ice cream, because I'm nice, and I was hoping it would get more um, more donations for the station. Uh, yeah, as I said, I'm using my food stamps. Your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jared Cena. How's everybody doing tonight? Woo! I fucking love Muni Radio. This is like my favorite day of the week. (laughs) Anyways, you guys don't give a shit about what my favorite day of the week is. Okay, so I am Jared, in case you guys didn't know me. Um, So I did not prepare set for today. (laughs) So I'm a little fucked, but, but I do got a great story for you guys. So this summer, I got punched in the face at a 4th of July party. So I'm just going to freestyle some ideas. I'm just going to storytell the fuck out of it. And now you guys will give me feedback. Sounds great. Woo! All right. So this summer, I had a little bit of high school reunion, you know. I saw, I, I just graduated three years. And I just saw everybody that I grew up with from 2013 to 2017. And it was just a really happy period because... Because I was really looking forward to just going over there and just flexing the fuck out of myself to everyone there, dude. I feel like I just grew so much, grew so much, and I'm just way fucking cooler as a person. So like, so like the fact that I get to see every one of those guys just got me hyped. So you know, I put on my best outfit. I just went over there and I just did what I wanted to do. Uh, I really want to do that because in high school, all right, I was actually known as the kid that got hit by a car. All right, I was skating down the street. I saw, f- I was, I was crossing an intersection. I saw the car. I just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna beat that car." I did not beat that car. I, I, uh, I ended up, I uh, fucking flew five feet, and uh, I ended up in the ER. The worst part was that I had to go to school the next day. <laughs> so imagine you're taking like your exam, and you see this little five foot two brown kid coming in crutches with a big ass fucking cast around. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so yeah, so yeah, so back to the story. Um, so I went back to this. So I went back to the party, and I just put on my race outfit. I saw everyone there. Got really drunk over there, so I maybe acted a fool, but I did not get as drunk as my friend because uh, that motherfucker, he got into a fight. And uh, he didn't just get into, like, a fight with just one other dude. He got into it with five other dudes. So, you know, I'm not a bat. So, me being a great friend, like, I wanted to protect him, you know? So, like, so low-key, so high-key, I just ran in there and just, I just ran in there and just started throwing punches. That probably shouldn't have been a good thing to do because I just ran, because I just punched the first dude I saw. Like, if I came from the other side of that, like, I probably would have punched my friend. But anyways, so after I punched this dude, I was just like, fuck yeah. Like, I do not recommend getting to a height, into a fight, but if you, but like, me punching that dude, I just felt so empowered. 
I, f I felt like the big man in the moment. I was just like, yeah, fuck yeah. And then right when that moment is when I got punched in the face. And I just got to say, like, when I got punched, that was the hardest punch I've ever had. Like, I fucking flew. Like, believe me when I said I flew. Like, because I got hit by a car. So if I said I flew, I flew. And sorry, guys, I didn't present it said, But that's my story. Thank you, everybody. Cena, everyone. All right, comments and stuff from everyone. What one thing just for me um, with the microphone? When you yell with a microphone, it's best to take it away from your mic because it like really pushes the levels. It's just a thing that. Um, I've microphone techniques so like when you have it really close when you're whispering and if you're being really loud pull it away it's the same thing with like singing I sing a lot of karaoke and that's helped me with my mic technique because if you are singing karaoke and you're belting really loud into the microphone it like pops the levels and it's difficult so it's just something to learn like because your voice is really loud so just modulation on the microphone. I'm sorry Pam no 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 don't be sorry I'm just saying when you listen to this later you'll hear it and be like oh that's what's happening so it's just something that it's it's a good thing to practice is it's just microphone technique and it takes a long sometimes it sometimes it takes people a long time to learn it and that's just a thing i mean yeah not, sorry it, i'm no, on no, 10 don't. the whole time <laughs> well no and that's great it's great to be on 10 you just have to because i also am the same way i have a lot of energy and i can get really loud and if i'm too close to the microphone so you just want to when you do that you just want to pull the microphone away and it's something that you'll get over time you'll learn over time of like how to modulate your volume and using the amplification to, for it to help you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. Do other people have comments on yeah. storytelling or? Yeah, I love what? your energy. Thank um, you. <laughs> it was really good. Um, the, uh, I thought when you said you got hit by a car and you flew five feet, I thought you were going to make fun of your height. <laughs> I, I, was, I was expecting it. It didn't come. And then, and then later you say you got punched and you flew again. I was like, it's coming. And it, didn't, it didn't come. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Is that all, guys? That Other comments? Any comments? Anyone? Bueller? Brady Hold just came in. Hey, Brady Hold. Uh, clap your hands together right. again, everybody. Jared Cena. Sorry, I didn't come with written material, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, moving right along. Again, um, if anyone wants ice cream, it's just starting to melt. So come in and get an ice cream if you want an ice cream. <laughs> uh, your next comedian. What a lovely human being he is. He has a show later tonight at Blondie's. Uh, go see him over there. It's put together by uh, Evelyn Erie Diamond. Love her. Love what she's doing over there at Blondie's. But clap it up right now for him. While he's here, it's Pete Ballmer. Oh, wow. Thanks so much, guys. That's crazy. Could you could believe that guy thought he could beat a car in a fight? I don't know. <laughs> I probably could have guessed that wouldn't have worked out so well, but I hope the, hope the story comes together. Uh, I, I was in a car recently. Here's a transition for you. Uh, <laughs> I, was in, I was in San Diego uh, recently, and I was taking an Uber to the airport, and when I called it, uh, it said on my phone, it was like, hey, just so you know, uh, this Uber driver is known for great conversation. And I was like, oh, shit. That's a bad thing, right? I don't, because here's the thing, that's such, that's too much pressure for me. Because like, Uber's deemed this guy a conversational philosopher. So if I get in the car and I have a shitty conversation with him, that means I'm the idiot, right? There's a lot of expectations. So I came in, I brought my A game with the conversation, starts off like this, I get in, and uh, I'd called the Uber to the airport. He goes, are you going to the airport today? And I was like, yeah. So good baseline. Uh, 
And then he was like, where are you going? And I was like, San Francisco. And then he was like, did the Niners play yesterday? And I was like, I don't know. And uh, yeah, pretty great conversation. That's exactly what I want out of an Uber driver talking to me, right? Because then after that, you know, we were good to go, established that we're both nice guys. And I just got to listen to like 20 minutes of a podcast. That's lovely because that's a great conversation that you could turn off whenever you want. Don't even have to participate. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm convinced that everybody that uh, that guy had just gotten the great conversation bad from a bunch of people like me who don't want to talk to anybody and like recognizing that guy for not pushing it too hard. So clap it up for Ron in San Diego. Make sure you give him a hug if you see him. Uh, I do think uh, I do think like and I don't I don't like talking about sports so that wasn't gonna go anywhere but like I do see the value of sports as a conversation topic because like guys we don't like to we're not great at talking all the time we don't like to talk about real stuff ladies you ever talk to a guy it sucks uh, it's e- in sports it's easy to talk about because you don't have to say anything that you have an opinion on you'll just be like man I think this guy is a great player and then somebody else be like yeah he had 200 yards last week you just say facts back and forth. It's just fact, 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 no opinion, fact, 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 fact. And then at the end, you can be like, damn, that guy's fucking cool. Or nothing about him, but you're like, he knows a lot of the same facts as me, so we must probably probably spend a lot of our time doing the same kind of stuff. I could be friends with this guy. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I like to, like to, like to play video games. I'm, uh, and recently it's been interesting. They've been saying, uh, that violent video games have been causing, uh, school shootings, which, uh, controversial take. Uh, but I actually, I actually think that's true because when I was growing up, my favorite video game was Super Mario 64. And now I'm obsessed with jumping on turtles. Like I'm banned at like 50 pet coasts. It's a big problem, but <laughs> Yeah, I wish I'd just played Tetris or something growing up. Shouldn't have been allowed to do that. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Pete Ballmer, everyone. Pete Ballmer, really funny. I, I have a, a, it's, I have very little to say because it was so funny, but um, the only Sweet. thing I could say to add would be to make, make up some sports facts because you don't know any sports facts, so yeah. you were in there and like... But I, I like that whole idea. I, I think it's real and true and hilarious. But you say facts. And Thanks, Pam. Yeah, yeah um, with the sports facts stuff, if you're going to go off like the making stuff up, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're having a conversation with a guy and you see how long it takes him to realize you're just making these fucking facts up. <laughs> yeah. You know, like start talking about Brett Favre or something, like in like, a game that happened last week. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then um, with the... Because then, cause then I seem like the cool guy because he's like, damn, he knows more facts than me. He must be like yeah. way more into this shit than yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson was... Then, he's, um, he's dead or something, but he used to play on the Chargers. You could you could oh, bring yeah. up... Who was the guy who died? He killed yeah, himself. He's, a, he's alive. Oh, the, the one who killed himself, though. He owned a thing. and the, Junior Seau. Oh, uh, yeah. It, so you could say like, I saw a play last week. I mean, you could just lie. It'd be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just lie. And then with the uh, the Petco thing after that, talk about Tetris. I'd like to hear like one more like punchline after that. You know, I said like banned from Petco's mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I t- uh, did Tetris could have been an architect or something. You know that like adds it in that kind of pulls it out. You know yeah, what I mean? I see, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, it's pretty disconnected just on its own. Yeah. yeah. But besides that, I loved it. Sure. Thanks, dog. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I missed most of that. But um, <laughs> apology not accepted. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, dude, what a bitch. I got a phone call. Okay, uh, there's, Marty. but like, it, 
that is how like a lot of like friend groups work is just a bunch of people that know the same facts as each other yeah. like people into like history or like gamers and shit like that it's just like knowing the same things but if you know something that's slightly adjacent it's not as good like if you know sports facts but aren't like if you know facts about athletes that aren't about the sports that they play mm-hmm. like amount of like domestic abuses like each team is like rattled up or ragged up, something <laughs> like that you know what i mean like yeah. i don't know it's just something like like I, I like i know more than them but it's just not enough you yeah, know like yeah. you're like frustrated you don't know what the problem is <laughs> like i don't know something there yeah it's good to think about so just kind of something that you can add on as a, a premise of the whole sports facts thing why is it so okay to be a nerd when it comes to these one specific kinds of facts because it's just as nerdy and just <laughs> oh, yeah, as fanboy and they'll as say that specifically like thing. I'm a fucking nerd about soccer or whatever well not soccer Wait, but nerd yeah well, <laughs> get him uh I think what you could do, like, maybe uh, make up some fake uh, Uber badges. Like, this driver is great at oh, yeah, I letting like you that. listen to your music alone. Uh, th- this driver... Uh, this guy's great at not having BO. Yeah, yeah th- this this guy showered today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's good. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, that's good. That was great. Put your hands together, everybody. Thanks. Pete Ballmer! Yay! Thanks for donating. You guys are great. There's still four ice creams in here if anybody wants an ice cream because I don't want to throw them away. And they're really good. They're Hagen Dazs. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian. His name is Ricky Yang. That's what we do. Everybody in the posse, everybody in the crew, we get up. What's up, guys? I, uh, I just found out um, there's like an Uber like plus level. Uh, that you can pay for. I've never paid for it. That you can set like preferences. Like I don't want my driver to talk. Wonder what that looks like on the driver's side. <laughs> anyway, it's related to the last one. Um, yeah, I haven't done stand up in a while. Uh, only reason why I'm here is because my Apple Watch told me to stand up. Uh, it's all gonna be this bad. I just wrote these jokes today. <laughs> um, actually, I need you guys' help because I wrote these jokes and then. Before I came, I read them. I'm like, oh, these jokes are all really mean, and I'm not a mean person. So you guys can make them funnier and less mean. Um, anyway, so I know a lot of girls uh, who are models. Um, uh, they go to photo shoots, and uh, they post pictures. Um, it's like, It seems like a bunch of my friends are models, and I, I don't agree. Like, I look at these pictures. Um, like, I'm a pretty average-looking dude. <laughs> and I think if I were a girl, I'd probably be a model these days because there's so many Instagram and, like, amateur photographers. Um, and I I know, like, amateur photographers, I would, like, DM girls uh, and get them to go to photo shoots, which is, like, that's feel like that's how is that not creepy because it's like hey do you want to go somewhere private and get half naked so i can take pictures of you like and that works that's like that seems wrong to me seems too easy (laughs) um yeah uh they they've been saying that it's hard to do comedy these days because people are too sensitive and i have no idea because i just started doing comedy so like i only know these days um but um, I, I did come to Joke Workshop a couple months ago, and I tried to, I, I unfortunately tried a rape joke, uh, and I got the, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I got, 
I got feedback, you know, that like, uh, yo, that you can't mention rape. That 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 wasn't funny enough. And then I was like, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, um, uh, what what is funny about rape to you, sir? <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I wish I did that. <laughs> um, I I had a joke um, uh, for a while about like how much I love fried chicken, but I can't share that joke because like fried chicken belong to black people in America, um, so I can't do that. But then uh, recently I watched the news and I saw uh, I saw that uh, some black people like held up uh, the people at Popeyes at gunpoint for their new like fried chicken sandwich. The true story. And then I was like, okay, I don't love fried chicken as much as black people love fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have friends that sound normal, uh, like when we're hanging out, uh, until they talk to their girlfriends. You know, we'll be like hanging out and be like, yo, did you see the game last night? Oh, hold on, my girlfriend's calling. Uh, hello? Yeah, yeah, I'll be home soon, okay? Love you, baby. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, what the hell, what the hell happened there? Uh, it's like, I understand when we make voices to talk to like babies and dogs because they're, they're dumb, right? And like, I, don't, I don't understand, um, yeah, I don't understand why we, uh, we make voices for, for girlfriends. Um, the, I don't get it. Like the last girl I was interested in like called me and I was like, yo, did you see the game last night? And then that's why I'm still single. <laughs> okay, that's it. Thanks, guys. You, I make my own decisions. Do what I want to do. Ricky Yen, everybody. All right. All so, right. First off, just wanted to say, whoever said that you can't do rape jokes, fuck that guy. All right. <laughs> fuck that guy. Anything is funny if it's if you word it correctly. All right. All right. So, so if that's your humor, dark humor, just fucking go for it. All right. All right. No, no, like, rape. dude. Like, they, yeah. They, some dude can make like a Filipino. Like genocide joke. I'm Filipino, but you know what? Yo. You know what? If they word that shit properly, I will laugh at that, yeah. right? So if that's what you want to do, fucking go for it. Yeah. Sorry guys, I got really passionate. Wow. I just want to say, kill all Filipinos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, don't worry about being mean, but at some point. It's helpful if you're mean at some point if you just redirect that energy back at yourself. Like, if you're going to, like, rag on people, the best part is, I think one of the best things you can do is have the punchline is actually undercutting you, right? Because yeah. if people see you as a dick, it's funnier when you're the one getting taken down, right? Yeah. It's okay to have that persona, but don't worry about, like, being mean. But you have to, you know, you have to know that that's how you're... If you're going to sound like a dick, you either have to be really good at making fun of people or better at making fun of it yourself, yeah. you know? Um, about the bit about, um, something about like the Uber notices, right? The, uh, something about like, yeah, like they get a, like, you know, when you get a message that your like Uber driver is deaf or something, like is deaf or hard of hearing, <laughs> like the driver should sometimes get notifications for you. Like this person is lactose intolerant. So this is going to be a smelly ride or something like that. Um, <laughs> I think there's something too, like the bit about like everyone's a model and every, like, but more importantly, like everyone's a photographer, like any fucker with a camera, right? So like, you just deleted Tinder and got a camera instead, and so now you're just like DMing people, but like never putting up pictures or anything. You're just like, check out my DSLR. Like that's how you hit on girls. Uh, and 
I, there, I don't know. There might be something to the thing about the 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 fried chicken uh, store robbing. There's something to that. But, but there, I mean, nobody fries more shit than Asian people. Yeah. Like that's that's true. I mean, yeah, sure. Like that's like the stereotype of black people. But like. Asian people are like, what? We fry everything. Like, oh, yeah, they just fry chicken and catfish? Like, whatever. Like, we'll fry whatever the fuck you throw at us, right? Like, that's how, you know, that's that's just how it works with you guys. I don't, I don't know. Just something to go off of there. Yeah. Why would you be a model if you were a girl? You, I, I understood it wrong that, like, because you first you said, like, I'm not very good looking, but you're like, but I, I was a girl, I'd be a model. And I'm like, is it that? I was like, is, would he make a pretty girl? And then, and then I got, I started looking at you, and I was like, trying to decide if you'd make a really pretty girl. And then I wasn't listening to you, so I don't know if if it was a throwaway or what. I was saying that a lot of average-looking girls are models because of Instagram. Oh, okay. I just, uh, um, I got uh, my brain. I don't know what you you did, but my brain just started like staring at you, like. Would he be a pretty girl? Sure, he'd be a pretty girl. Yeah, my mom sure. thinks so. My mom Your thinks eyes so. are pretty, you're, they're pretty wide set. You have a nice smile, I think. Okay. I got off track. <laughs> Other comments? Okay. Um, I think uh, you should be less uh, self-deprecating on, like, you should trust your, your material more. Right. Like, rather than, like, oh, I haven't been doing this for a bit. But, like, you should, like, just sort of, like, not, met, or just, like, trust it more. And also, like, maybe self-more aware, like, uh, when you say like, oh, I did this rape joke as opposed to me raping this joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, thanks guys. All right, put your hands together again, everybody. For Ricky Young. Yay. All right, we're about halfway through the joke workshop. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's David Phillipson. Hey, what's up, everyone? So I've been getting invited to a lot of weddings lately. My friends are getting married, and I kind of wish they would just stop. And it's not just because I'm unhappy when other people find commitment and happiness, but I just don't want to go to another wedding. What I don't like about it is how the married couple always makes it about themselves. They're like, let's invite a bunch of our friends and 100 people we sort of know and we'll get them together and make them listen to toasts about us. I've been to quite a few weddings lately. Do you know how many times they've given toasts about me? Not once. Why not? They're so self-centered. And you know who gets the worst of it? The groomsmen and the bridesmaids. So imagine you go up to your best friend and you say, hey, you're one of my best friends. You're going to have an important role in my wedding. And great. So do I get the best seat? No, actually, you're going to stand on stage and have everyone stare at you the whole time. Oh, okay. Well, if everyone's looking at me, I guess I'd better wear my best suit. No, you have to wear the suit that I choose for you. And it's the same suit as five other people. And I chose it because it looks worse than what I'm wearing. You cannot treat other people like this any other day of your life. If you try to go to your friends and you're like, hey, you want to come over to my house? We're going to watch albums of my baby pictures set to Ed Sheeran songs. Well, you'd tell me to go fuck myself, which, to be fair, is the correct response in this situation. But if you're in a wedding, well, you got to sit through it. you got to sit through every last one of these little ballads. And uh, at the end, it's like, wow, those are some cute babies. So here's what I want to do. 
And when I have my wedding, what I want to have is a slideshow of baby pictures. Have a whole bunch of them, really cuteness overload, just to really emphasize this. And then the last picture there is going to be a picture of me as an adult holding the baby from the other pictures. And I'll just enjoy the looks of absolute confusion on everyone's faces. And afterwards, just to really bask in it, I'll hold a question and answer session. I'll be like, um, hey, does anyone have questions about this presentation you just saw? Happy to ask, answer anything you want to know. And people will be like, what was that? Who even was that baby? And I'll be like, oh, we found it at the modeling agency. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, of course. We're not going to pay for that. We found it at the park. <laughs> So I was at a religious wedding recently. Um, this is one that I actually enjoyed. So um, the, um, they had all the words that the priest was saying up on these big screens so you could follow along with um, the whole ritual of it. And the priest um, is speaking out the words one by one. And the screen says, um, here the father gives his daughter, the Virgin Sarah, over to her new husband. But the priest says, the father gives his daughter, Sarah, over to the new husband. And I'm like, that's funny. He just called her out in front of everyone on her lack of purity. I'm just imagining this guy um, sitting, writing his script for this wedding, and he's like, hmm, let's see, the virgin Sarah. Nah, no one's going to believe that. Crosses it out. It just doesn't feel authentic. Writes a note in the margin. Reminder, also change the slides. Yeah. All right, thank you very much, everyone. I step, I move, I bend, I don't break. Hey, I everybody, that was David Phillipson. All right. I thought it was funny that you um, you started, I, I enjoyed the start of it when you were talking about weddings being torturous and everything, but then you lost a little of your credibility when you went and said that, so that you're like, I'm going to get married too. So you basically like said, Weddings are ridiculous. And then you're like, well, I'm going to get married too. But I was with you in the beginning when I'm like, yeah, weddings are totally stupid. And why would we do them with the suits? I thought all that was very funny. And I was like, I'm actually kind of digging his wedding jokes because I was digging the whole like idea that marriage is a stupid construct that we believe in for no reason. And I was totally on board with you with that until then you were like, no, I'm just, I'm going to get married too. Like just... I don't know, you were like railing against the system, but then in the next breath you were like, I'm part of that system too, and, and then I was like, oh, okay. Just, if you're gonna hate weddings, hate weddings, yeah. rather than being like, you know, then, but when I get married, kind of thing, so, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just, I, I just have baggage about weddings, that's all. Um, <clears throat> to, I liked your premise a lot. You know, I felt like you could have gone a little bit harder. Like when uh, you were talking about how you were describing about how the groom would be, you know, telling you like how you're pretty much going to be his bitch. You have a very unique way to say it. I would like you to say, no, you're my bitch. Like, can you just say that right now? Just. No, you're my bitch. Okay, yeah. See? <laughs> Sir, your microphone. And like pop out your eyes a little bit or something. Because like it's, you have such a unique and monotone voice that it's really good in there. Another add-on there when you're talking about your purity and stuff. I like you. What would you say again? You were saying like. Turn your microphone on. Your microphone's turned off. There you go. You were, you were, there you, go. you were saying like something like you didn't believe she's pure or stuff. Yeah. I would like you to brag about you being pure, <laughs> which is also why you hate going to weddings, you know? Oh, that's good, yeah. And then also, um, Pam does have baggage at weddings because we went to a wedding together and uh, she didn't make it about herself. She got up on stage and did a set. <laughs> I did oh. not. I, did. I know you didn't, but it's set on radio, so everybody believes it now. Yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't. I was proud of myself that I didn't make it about myself. I know. We got all drunk that night. I stole free wine. I was really drunk. Yeah, but I liked your uh, premise, dude. Keep on working with it. Thank you. That's the best thing about weddings is the alcohol. Uh, I liked uh, the baby picture part. And you were kind of going there a little bit with the the twist at the end, like, and then they see me holding the baby. I say, like, uh, you know, fake him a little harder. Like, here's a picture of me as a black baby. Uh, here's a picture of me as a female baby, uh, pre-transition. And then, uh, you know, like, just keep, you know, just say some weird stuff like that. Like, uh, here's a picture of me uh, as a rock as a baby. And like, show, show your, I don't know, just weird stuff. Yeah, a sperm or something. <laughs> that does beg the question. If you get a sex change when you're like one years old, you got to go from girl to guy. Does your dick stay baby size as you get older? Or do they have to like keep trading it out as you go? Anyway, it's unrelated. Uh, so your whole bit is about like railing about having a party for yourself where everyone's focusing on you. But like, why do you have to get married to have that, right? Like, why can't I just have a party where everyone's talking about me? But like... I have to sp- share stage time with some other bitch. Like, that's uh, then. Um, but, in the, and if you do have a party for yourself, it has to be a roast. That seems to be the only way it's acceptable. Like, the only time like, you're the centerpiece of a party is everyone gets to shit on you. Like, that's an interesting dichotomy about that. I don't know. Something to think about. And uh, uh, something about when you said, like, you know, the whole, like, you know, basically they outed Sarah for being, like, you know, outgoing. Um, <laughs> You say something about like, yeah, I didn't really hear the rest of the ceremony because I was too busy, too busy yelling, Sarah was a fucking slut, or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Clap your hands together, everybody. David Phillipson. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. All right, your next comment. He's been giving great comments all night. You're going to love him right now. Put your hands together for Marty Cunney. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, I've got a girlfriend now. It's great. Yeah, um, it's cool. Thank you guys. Uh, you learn a lot when you get a girlfriend. Like I found out that apparently fucking me is a public service. Yeah, because that's what everyone keeps telling my girlfriend in front of me. Yeah, thanks a lot, people. But they are, everyone's very happy that I'm now taken. It's like, oh, thank God. That guy made everyone uncomfortable standing next to their drinks. It's not good for anybody. Uh, the, the relationship's going well. You can tell it's going well because I've got a mustache. That's right, guys. The mustache is the ultimate sign of commitment a man can give a woman. Because it says two things. If I'm out with her... It says, listen, this girl will put up with me even with this, right? Like, even with this fucking bug-out caterpillar going on, she's still willing to stay with me. So this guy must have something going on. When I go, But when I go out by myself, it's like, babe, look, don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about me. I'm going to go out with the fellas. We're going to have a good time, and no one's going to try and fuck me, right? This is... You know, women have learned that if you make eye contact with a guy with this mustache, he's going to corner you in the bathroom and make you do cocaine. And not in a fun way. Um, and when it says, and when I, and, uh, but on the flip side, it says the guys, it says, guys, go ahead, offer me drugs. I will do the drugs, okay? I am your friend. I'm not a cop, I swear. Uh, mustache is a sweatpants of the face, you know? It just tells people I don't give a shit anymore. Um, uh, 
I don't miss being single. I was in a, before I was a, you know, when I was single, I was in a bar one time and a girl comes up to me and she says, hey, I think I saw you on Tinder. <sighs> I was like, cool, I guess rejecting me in private wasn't good enough. <laughs> you had to come up and do it to my fucking face. Holy shit. I thought that was the whole point of this app was to avoid this interaction, right? Like she was swiping through and got through me and was like, wait, no. He needs to know, you know? fuck did I do to her? And she goes, oh, yeah, I do recognize you. You're that really racist-looking guy. <laughs> what? I don't have a single gun in my whole profile, you know? Like, that's not the first time I've gotten shit like that, though. Like, I don't know. I apparently have a look about me like I'm a, I don't know, like I have a lot of opinions on border security, you know? Like, I might know my way around a hard R, you know? But I really thought I was cultivating more of a drug dealer look, you know? That's more what I was going for. Like, it's not white power, it's white powder, right, guys? That's that's my aim there, okay? But no, with this look, people, um, I don't know. I'm going to skip that next one. Uh, I do like to travel with my girlfriend. Um, traveling with someone you know is great. I like, because when you stay in hotels, I think we all know that hotel sex is the best sex there is. Am I, are we right, right? Because it has that, especially when you're with a girlfriend or a wife or, you know, significant other or whatever, you know, you just have that familiarity with someone mixed with that anonymity of being in a new city, you know? You can, like, meet eyes across the bar, pretend to be new people, go up and just ruin that room together, right? Like, you don't got to clean shit up and some poor businessman's got to be stewing in your juices the next day. It's amazing, right? Airbnb sex not is not as good as hotel sex. It's it is so awkward, right? It just feels like you broke into someone's house to fuck, you know? It's like <laughs> boom, we're here, let's do this thing, right? It feels like I'm like robbing the place and turning down pictures of people's families like Joe Pesci in casino. Like it's awkward, you know? Or it feels like I'm at a high school party again, just like be quiet. It's like I don't know why. Jesus. Um uh, and I had a really weird experience is we forgot that like the landlord was staying next door to us, like right next door to us. And he left us our review at, a, at the Airbnb. Uh, and the review just said, uh, this is a very passionate and loving couple. And I was like, oh, no, he was listening the whole time. Five stars. Uh, and didn't mention any of the crying. So what can I complain about? That's my time, guys. Thanks. What a party. Marty Cunny. That Airbnb joke is great. Uh, I was thinking with you talking about uh, you sort of being like the creepy guy and your girlfriend, like what's the dynamic with now that you do have a girlfriend, where is like all that creepy energy going? Like are you cornering your girlfriend in the bathroom to do cocaine and uh, the other angle Yeah, it's is the public service like, thing, right? Like, yeah, she is exactly. absorbing all of, like, my weird behaviors. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, maybe there's an angle with, like, uh, girls all sort of, like, banding together. Like, okay, we need talking about, like, we need someone to take the bullet here. Like, who's going to yeah, be the like, human shield? They that, drew straws that, and she drew exactly. the short right. Italian I, one. You're basically <laughs> already done that. Yeah. Uh, I think your jokes are really amazing. Thanks. Uh, I think uh, you should have some examples for, like, being a public service, like, dating you is, like, registering to vote or something. I don't know. And also, um, uh, you could tell my relationship is going really good because of this mustache, because you could tell she likes to ride my face. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could, uh, I don't know, maybe just sneak it in there. Uh, maybe this is just me being perverted, but call your mustache the clit tickler or... <laughs> 
That is UB preferred it. Yes. Uh, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty old. Now anyway, I understand uh, your facial hair. All but right. I also, uh, I, I know the whole Airbnb thing too. Cause like, I thought like, Oh, this is nice. I'm going to have an Airbnb. And then like, we were like trying to fuck in the morning with this girl I was hooking up with. And then, uh, you uh, all of a sudden, you, you, you hear like uh, the kids running around outside. I'm like, God damn it! Like, yeah, 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 no, that's, yeah. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it is. It's like I, I want to fuck, but they're having breakfast. But yeah. <laughs> um, my, I'm dating this new girl. Uh, she's actually a social worker, which is lucky because fucking me is a public service. Um, oh, okay. Something like uh, what was it? Uh, well, I'm truly trying to more harp on the fact that like people literally have said that to my face, like, "Oh yeah, fucking this guy this, is a public service." It's especially, like, <laughs> especially looking like this because my mustache is a PSA. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. And like, then, this is um, this is here see. to tell people something. Uh, yeah. yeah, and more on the mustache. Uh, I have to wear Wu Tang T-shirts to transform my mustache from racist to drug dealer. <laughs> Yeah, to choose my outfits very carefully. I yeah. can't shop at Eddie yeah, Bauer anymore. <laughs> What's up, Marty? Uh, cool T-shirt, first of all. Thanks, bro. Uh, second of all, uh, maybe you could say something about the whole PSA or just like in general how fucking you is this thing. What if you said if like 9-11 was your favorite holiday because women love fucking a firefighter and you look like one? Yeah. <laughs> that definitely not worded that way, yeah. but I feel like there's something there. Favorite holiday? What? Uh, because people want to fucking yeah. firefighter on 9/11. I see what you're saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gets got your attention, didn't it, Fergie? I was thinking with the uh, the Airbnb bit. If you talk about like in more detail how you'd go about like having sex in the room, like if you're like, oh, you know, you wanna you wanna throw the sheets off so that you can. Uh, you know, have sex properly, but you don't want to have to put them back on later. But it's so awkward, you know, coming on top of this like Pocahontas sheet or something yeah. in this child's bedroom. It's like a grandfather clock. You know, like is this an heirloom or yeah. is this like plat? I don't know. Or can do. I wipe this down with? Yeah, like, like do I need like a special like swipe or something? Exactly. Yeah, yeah stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. And having a comparison and not having to clean up the hotel room would be good. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Clap your hands together, everybody. Thanks, Marty Cunny. Yay, yay. And I still have three ice cream bars, and they're melting. So ice cream, ice cream, anybody want ice cream? It's back here. Your next comedian, it's his first time doing comedy, so be kind, be awesome. Clap your hands wildly for Naveen. This works? Yeah, so six months ago, I became a monk. Not of any religious kind, because I really don't like religious people or pedophiles. Actually, I don't like pedophiles and religious people. And I had the luck of being introduced to both those kinds of people at the same time because my parents sent me to a boarding school when I was four years old, to an Irish Catholic boys-only boarding school, <laughs> right? And they sent me off with little tight t-shirts and small shorts, and you probably don't see this looking at me now, but I was a cute fucking kid. I had like big cheeks and nice little ass. So she sent me off to boarding school and um, it sucked. And, and Catholic, uh, Irish Catholic brothers, they're definitely seeking God, mostly in the anuses of little children, rightly. <laughs> um, so religious people, what is it about religious people? They get so fucking pissed off if you tease their God. If you say something about their God, they get pissed off. So when I learned this when I was a kid, I was five years old, and I was born Hindu. That's 
ironic that I sent to a fucking Irish Catholic school. I was born Hindu, and if you know anything about Hindus, they got many fucking gods and many fucking temples. So my mom takes me to this Ganapati temple. So Ganapati is the is the elephant god, you know. It's, you've probably seen it around in Valencia and things like that. So it took me to this temple. The whole family is there. They're off to see and worship God Ganapati, and she says, are you coming with us? And I said, no fucking way. I'm not going to fucking see Ganapati. She says, why? She says, I don't want to go worship this fat guy with a fucking elephant head and a rat as a pet. <laughs> and she's like, how the fuck do you say that about Ganapati? And she's like, almost her nerves were fucking bursting, right? She's pissed off, and she says, Ganapati is going to punish you. And she slams the door, and she leaves. And I'm like, first of all, he's fat. Right? And second, I'm like, what kind of a fucking god gets pissed off at a five-year-old calls him fat? That's ridiculous. Right? I mean, some five-year-old comes to me, looks at me and says, dude, you look like a terrorist. I'd be like, keep that between you and me. Let's go blow up some shit later. You know? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, beat up that kid. So, uh, you know, religion doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, all right, on that subject, swinging. Right, so um, man, I was telling this friend of mine. She's like, they're having a, you know, their relationship is not going so well. The sex is not great. I said you should definitely try swinging. Swinging is like adds a lot of spice to the relationship. It's like adding a habanero in your relationship. So I tried it uh, the other day. We met a, this amazing couple, me and my girlfriend, and then we're like same room sex and like fooling around, and. I'm over my girlfriend, and then this gorgeous girl, she suddenly leans over, splits my ass, and puts her face in my ass. And then she suddenly jumps back and says, ah, too much hair. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so in my defense, you know, I'm from that part of India where we have a lot of fucking hair, you know? And I get to most of it, but I don't get to, to that bit. Because first, I'm not expecting anyone to go there. And it's hard to reach, right? <laughs> And the third is, I mean, given my history, having a little bit of hair there really helps. It's like a chastity belt, you know? It's like Bob Wire, don't fucking go there. Anyway, on that note, thanks a lot. Naveen, everyone, that was great. That was that was great for a first time. That was thanks. awesome. Your, your stuff, your material is really great. The only thing I would say is, um, uh, a first time trick with microphones is if you rest it on your chin, like have it just sort of like just barely grazing your beard hair. And if you keep it there, it's going to be perfect for your voice because okay. you were kind of like around. You were like over here, with it, uh, here. So you just want to keep the microphone. Um, but your presence on stage is great. It was a really intimate set that ass eating is funny. And um and you had these cute throwaway things, like when you were a kid, you like, I had a nice little ass. I thought that was really funny. And the other things of just the way you said things, like many fucking gods and many fucking temples. I, I, that's a, I just thought it was very funny. So like, great job for your first thing. Really interesting and different material. I haven't heard from anyone else. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I heard her say that your name was Naveen, but I have you in my notebook as the most interesting monk in the world because you look <laughs> kind of like the Dos Equis guy. Uh, that's just an aside. So you said a nice little ass, and that was hilarious, but I think that you could improve that slightly by saying a cute little ass Okay. because nice is usually before ass, so okay. it kind of gives away where you're going a little bit, yeah. but you could have a cute nose, cute ears, cute smile, so it kind of like, it, it uh, what's, the, what's the opposite of reveals? It conceals 
uh, the punch for just an extra little split second, which I think would be helpful. Yeah. And uh, so many fucking gods. Yeah, so many fucking temples. Seriously, there's like 20 gods of sex. There's like five gods of oral, a couple of anal gods, a chubby chaser god. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about fucking gods, then yeah, go for it. Just go for it. Thanks. That's great. Uh, good set, man. I liked your stuff. Uh, my number one tip to new comedians is uh, just keep doing it. Keep doing it a lot. And uh, when you pull the microphone out of the mic stand, just take the mic stand and put it behind you. Okay. <laughs> uh, other than that, man, great, great stuff, great material. I loved how it was very personal. You talked about yourself a lot. Um, this is m me personally. Uh, not everybody agrees with me on this, but I say if you don't have to curse, uh, don't don't try to curse because uh, then when you do curse it, it makes it so much more powerful when you do uh, but that's that's just my tip you did great man I loved it keep it up the great work thanks yeah man same you have a really good stage presence for uh, for this being your first time uh, for me I thought it was hilarious when your mom was talking about was it Ganaputi Ganaputi yeah. like her saying like you don't talk shit about Ganaputi just like saying like just gods that we would obviously have never heard of yeah. and he's like don't talk shit about this you know that was really funny to me but yeah great stuff man keep doing Thanks. it Thanks. yeah i walked in and assumed you'd been doing this a while so i was surprised when they said it was your first time so good job man clap your hands wildly everybody for navi Yeah, and we're going to be at, uh, what's it called? We're going to be at Delirium later, and he's going to do a set in front of those animals, those crazy animals at, at Delirium. We're going to throw them to the wolves, to the dogs. Uh, your next comedian, what a great guy he is. Put your hands together for Dan Aguinaga. Yeah. Uh, On? We're good. What's up, guys? How's it going? Good, good. Uh, I'm doing okay. Some of you know uh, I got fired last week. Yeah, last Monday, uh, which is an odd day to get fired, right? Yeah, most people will fire you on a Friday. That's usually the good way to do it, right? You could have the weekend to chill out, you know, sort of process it. Uh, I will say this, though. Getting fired on a Monday um, uh, quickly cures your case of the Mondays. <laughs> Really quickly, yeah, went home, smoked some weed, wrote some jokes. It was the best Monday I ever had. Thank you. Last week was an interesting week. Uh, we celebrated 9-11. Um, we remembered it, I guess, is the proper way to say it. Uh, but some people celebrate 9-11, uh, namely uh, people with 9-11 birthdays. Yeah, remember those people? Yeah, one of my best friends in the world was born on September 11th. And I told him what I thought about Like, I thought it was weird to celebrate. He was like, dude. You think they're gonna let a bunch of fucking terrorists ruin my special day? I was like, fair point. The thing is though, uh, he's Indian, and I know Indians have nothing to do with 9-11, but when you're at a bar on September 11th and you see a brown kid just screaming out, shots on me, baby! <laughs> doesn't really sit right. Yeah, no, it's the shittiest birthday, hands down. It's, uh, it's the 9-11 of birthdays, literally. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I know a shitty birthday when I when I see one because I have a pretty shitty birthday I was born the day after Christmas Pretty crappy. Yeah, uh, although now it's looking pretty good. Yeah before 9-11 I was just like every Christmas just like fuck you Jesus you dick 
you know, just hated him so much. Uh, but then after 9-11 happened, I was like, you know what? Jesus seems like a cool guy. We have a lot in common, similar birthdays. We're both 33. And uh, our moms are both virgins. So <laughs> shut up. It's true, Brady. Uh, no, I think, uh, I think uh, Hallmark should come up with a, a specific line of birthday cards for people born on 9-11. I think that'd be really nice. I already have the idea for the first card. Uh, on the cover is a very tasteful illustration of the Pentagon, okay? And then on the inside, it simply reads, hey, it's okay. People forget about me today, too. <laughs> you can't deny that fact, though, right? The Pentagon is the least popular of 9-11 attacks. It is. It's the Ringo Starr of 9-11 attacks. <laughs> Seriously. If the slogan of 9-11 was never forget, the Pentagon should be, remember me? <laughs> no one fucking talks about the Pentagon. Ever. Uh, it's also the only 9-11 attack that didn't get a movie deal. Hell yeah. It's true. The World Trade Center got a movie called uh, uh, World Trade Center. And then there was United 93. Remember that gem of a movie? I do, because I saw it in theaters on a first date. True story. And uh, we fucked <laughs> after that movie. Felt un-American not to. You know what I mean? These terrorists can knock our buildings down, but they can't keep my dick from going up. <laughs> USA, USA. No, OK. I shouted that when I climaxed, ironically, yeah. Uh, no, what is it about women, though? They get so horny after tragedy. You ever notice that? Like, they say, like, women, like, get horny after funerals, I guess, sad movies. Me and that same girl, we went on a second date a couple of nights ago, or a couple of nights ago, a couple of nights after that first date, and she was just like, hey, Dan, what do we have planned? I was like, well, uh, Schindler's List is on TV tonight. <laughs> huh? We could turn these lemon, these kosher lemons into fucking lemon. Fuck, fuck that one up. But thanks a lot, you guys. You've been great. <laughs> Dan Naganaga, yay! Until the end, that was like a spot-on perfect set. Super, all your stuff was new, <laughs> Thanks, and it was super funny, and like all that that 9/11 stuff is hilarious, and Thanks. the Pentagon stuff, and the card. I mean, you could actually make money off a card like that. <laughs> I have. Oh God. Yeah. I was great. It's great set. Funny, funny new jokes. I have a card company. Oh, you do, Jesus. About shitty birthdays, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, separate, yeah, separate thing. Yeah. Plug it for the radio. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, something about how like having a birthday on 9-11 isn't the weird one. Having a birthday nine months after 9-11 is the weird one. You know? That's funny. That's um, and then also I'd, one more thing, but I can't. Oh, yeah, like when uh, you're talking about how people always forget the attack on um, the Pentagon, and that's because uh, we know it was them that did it anyways or something like that. Like ah. Inside was, job, yeah, yeah. Everybody, it was a really fate. It was, like, it was DC that did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And okay. Cool. Good set, man. I, um, I would like to hear you more talk about, because uh, the, uh, the other one you were talking about, the fucking flight, it it literally the plane crashed in a field right out of nowhere and it beat the pentagon yeah and yeah. it beat the pentagon yeah. that field is right next to fucking pittsburgh yeah a field of cow pies yeah. beat the pentagon yeah, yeah it's yeah. more interesting that i'd like yeah. to hear more about that cool. it was pretty much a perfect set i don't i think that's why we don't have any comments well i do have ice cream back here guys i have three <laughs> more ice creams if anyone wants an ice cream because i can't eat a second one otherwise i'll like puke later thanks guys everybody dan aganaga yay All right, moving right along. We have two more comedians that get comments. Your next one, he's a really funny guy. Clap your hands together for Jack Ferguson. 
Um, I always try to take Viagra before I work out so that people know that I mean business. Um, felt good. Uh, can you guys imagine how easy it would be to steal a car if you owned a tow truck? Like it'd be, you could do it right in front of a cop and he would think you were on his team. Yeah. <laughs> be the, like the only crime you could commit and the victim would run up to you while it was happening thinking he had done something wrong. Yeah. And then you could charge him $500 to get the car back. Um, my car got broken into today. The, somebody smashed the window and they didn't steal anything because there was nothing in there. And this is the third time that this has happened to me in the last four months and I'm fucking tired of it to be honest. So I'm thinking about devising uh, traps and taking things to my own hands to, because uh, the police, SFPD doesn't give a shit. They're, uh, you know, corrupt products of the system. It's bullshit. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to just lay traps for thieves because I don't really care about my car getting broken into anymore. I just want to strike out. So I'll put like a, an iPhone like in the middle, just right on the seat and you can't see it, but there'll be a bear trap around the iPhone. So the guy will just reach in and grab the iPhone, and then uh, you don't have hand anymore. So fuck you for ruining my favorite city. Um, also, maybe cut a hole in the window that's just the size of a pickle jar. So they can, like, re they don't break the window. They reach in and, like, try to grab something. But everybody knows when you have, a, like, something in your hand, you can't take it out of the jar. So I'll just come in the morning and see, like, a thief with a phone in his hand and his he's, like, trying to pull it out of the window. They'd probably just break the window. They already did that. But... Uh, cool. Okay. That's, yeah, that's got what that deserved. Um, have you guys ever been so high that you, uh, sat at a stop sign for like five minutes waiting for it to turn green? Yeah, I did that. I was, I wasn't even high. I was just tired. Um, just existentially tired. Uh, I've been to the psych ward before. I got 5150. And one thing that people don't tell you about the psych ward is that uh, they give you one of those like paper bracelets uh, and you, you like walk out with it and everything. So it just looks like you've been to the world's shittiest concert. <laughs> like you're just, people are walking up to you like, oh, did you see like Steve Aoki too? It's like, no, I have bipolar disorder. <laughs> and they just walk away without saying anything to you. Um, uh, you guys know, like, have you ever seen drag racing? Like, when they race those cars and they go really fast and stuff like that? You guys think that's cool? You'll be cooler than that, uh, seeing an actual drag race. Just people in drag racing around a track. RuPaul running with six-inch heels on, trying to make, yeah, all right. Um, I uh, was watching some porn earlier. And uh, it was step-sibling porn, which seems to be pretty popular these days. Uh, what I don't get, though, is, like, so there's these two step-siblings, and they're living in the same house, but they're always, like, they're, they're all, like, 25, and they're both living at home, and they're step-siblings. So it's, like, you know they come from, like, a, a broken home, but, like, where, like, what kind of, like, mansion in the Hollywood Hills with two 25-year-old, like, stay-at-home, attractive, <laughs> like... Like, what are these people doing? You know, like, they're, the, the narrative doesn't make any sense to me. They should be out working because they're adults. Uh, and instead, they're just in having, uh, like, semi-incestuous relations. Um, all right, that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Jack Ferguson! I have, to, I have to admit something so that it'll diffuse it in my brain. You were in my dream the other night. I know. 
I know, I know, I know. It was terrible and strange. And when I woke up, I was like, he's 28. That's not appropriate. I'm 23, but. Oh, my God. <laughs> 23. That's even worse. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now I'm shaming myself. Oh, God. All right. In my well, I'll dream, be sure to tell your boyfriend. When I w- uh, I think I told him when I woke up, I'm like, yeah. what was, yeah, that's what was okay. Jack happens, Ferguson happens, doing Pam. in my dream? Yeah. I'm old enough to be your mother. That's If you're 23, uh, that's awful. Yeah, well. I'm a bad person. That's one of my, yeah, it's one of my they favorite were, types of porn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny, funny new jokes, though. Uh, okay, with the house let's move stuff. on from this. <laughs> <laughs> you have some of the same, Rod. Oh, I know. I that was, that was it. That was. That was, I don't that was her cool. feedback. Just I, to like, say that I, someone, someone needs some ice cream. I feel like if you're gonna booby trap your car, you need to invoke Home Alone. Mm. So like they open the car door and a bunch of gumballs fall out. <laughs> slip yeah, that's that's funnier. Yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, I also enjoyed watching you hold your notebook with uh, Viagra scrawled out in uh, big letters. Uh, could you like read the first three jokes on your set list? Because I forgot something. It's Viagra, tow truck, uh, stop sign, bracelets from the psych ward, car traps, step sibling. Oh yeah, uh, uh, the step sibling stuff. Uh, it's uh, like a like a classic joke to dissect. Like you know. Why is the like the plumber comes over and they and they find right, right, certain yeah. situation? So I actually think it's a cool take to take on like the new trend of porn and <laughs> or well, this weird fucking context behind it. So I think that I just think that's a good premise. Cool. Uh, I too have lived in a neighborhood where you contemplate whether it's a better financial decision to leave your car unlocked <laughs> or to just lock it's it. Fucking ridiculous. And risk them stealing nothing i remember a friend of mine came in we lived in the same neighborhood she comes in she's like man they broke into my car they threw around my cassettes and they didn't take anything <laughs> like it's kind of insulting yeah so maybe like going on about the things that they didn't take that like you were really proud of or something and diving <laughs> sure, into that sure, yeah that's, that's funny yeah Ernest. with the uh car joke I do, we were talking about how somebody will reach in their hand, like they grab your phone, and the bear trap, you know, takes it off. Mm. If they're doing that, they need a phone. And if you want to be a dick, you should turn Siri off so they can't call the cops because they can't use their fucking hands to call in the first place. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, there's a. Uh, here's some advice. Uh, you know, like in South Africa, they actually install like flamethrowers when like oh, people break in. Yeah, it's not really advice on your jokes. Just like you could really put a flamethrower in your car. I know that I would. That would. I would be the first victim of that flamethrower. Though. <laughs> like, <laughs> just yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, what I loved about your Viagra joke is uh, like how true it is. Like some some bodybuilders will actually fucking take Viagra because uh, uh, just so they're it, torqued when they're doing yeah, their thing. It's, nice. it's called a, a vasodilator. So maybe you could like it, it's the same thing with like salt. If you were to take that, it, it brings a it opens up your capillaries and things like that. Okay. So maybe you could be like. Uh, scientifically back it up be like it's a vasodilator bro yeah like that. <laughs> yeah it's a good tag i like that cool clap your hands together everybody right. for jack ferguson all righty uh so we um in order to get through the rest of our list we're gonna have to cut out the comments so i'm i'm sorry but we're just gonna give everybody four minute sets from here on out and it's gonna be super rad uh put your hands together for your next comedian brady holt it's not you marad you weren't here to sign up so you're at the end i'm sorry brady holt yay, yay. 
Okay, just give me two minutes then. I want two oh. minutes of feedback. Okay, okay so uh, I'd like to take a minute to talk about uh, my confidence. Uh, I know it may seem huge and possibly the biggest confidence you've ever seen, but I've seen bigger confidence on the internet. Sometimes I just watch online videos of people with huge confidence. Uh, okay, I... <coughs> My uh, roommate has been uh, out of town for about a week now, and uh, so I have been beating my meat harder than an Irish father on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I have been beating my meat harder than an immigrant child studies for a spelling bee. I have been beating my meat harder than the, the meteorite that wiped out the dinosaurs. I have been beating my meat harder than it is to find a parking spot in San Francisco. I, uh, my, I'm a happy person, I know, I'm a happy person sometimes, I, I think it's a curse being this happy, kind of sucks if you think about it, nobody takes me seriously, I'm thought of as naive, dumb, or immature, kind of depressing when you really think about it, but hey, am I immature, because today I found my first gray chest hair, so who's, who's immature now, uh, I would, you know, in terms of being happy, I, th I feel like my life would be so much easier if I were gay. I'm I already live in the gayest city in the world. I would uh, be, you know, just have like tons of ass. Uh, and, uh, you know, my mother would be so much happier and it would make sense that uh, I'm a theater major too. And, uh, Last one, uh, I'm non-binary, but only because if you tried to measure how much of a man I am, it's off the scale. Okay, all right. Radio! Two minutes, comments. Uh, I liked how you were holding like the mic stand when you were selling your jokes, but I think it would be funny if like during your being meat uh, jokes you were holding that and you're like it looked like you're just I'm I'm beating my meat like and you look like yeah okay. I saw some um, I saw some ads online, some pop-up ads online for some confidence enhancement supplements. <laughs> I think. <I'm> gonna... <laughs> I like it. That's very funny. Okay. Uh, all right. I think that's it. All right. Thank you, guys. Pretty old, everyone. He runs a great open mic on Thursdays down in Ocean Beach. Clap your hands for your next performer. It's Rachel Pinson. Oh, the music. Hey, how's everyone doing? You're doing all right? I'm actually, I'm actually pretty upset. I'm pretty fucked up today. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm really upset about my friend's arrest because we were really close before she had kids. We were even pen pals. And she was only arrested for being the ultimate fashion accessory to a murder. Yeah, um, we were like first degree friends like second degree pen pals after her kids. Um, so I guess not, like now she won't be distracted with her children. She'll be the ultimate in the pen pal. Uh, I don't know if it's too soon to be making jokes like this, considering like we're murdering him tomorrow. Uh, so, just let's just say let's just say if this guy 
is dead. And I want to make sure he's dead, right? But there's two people that have the same name in the same town. Should I just message, message them both? Like maybe the one who replies wasn't murdered? So uh, speaking of fashion, I have this tweaker sister and she is terrible at doing her makeup. She looks awful. And I really don't have the heart to tell her. I don't. Because I kind of want her to look like shit. So like her ugly on the inside would match the ugly on the outside or the other way around, whatever. Um, so recently I told my boyfriend that we should quit drinking together. So now I just drink alone. <laughs> Do you want to get a drink later? <laughs> so uh, I'm glad you're here. Okay, I really wanted comments on these. So afterwards, after my set, after this is over. So I met this guy in Minneapolis recently, a 20-something white train hopper with face tats, and his name was Monk. They called him Monk because he actually studied to become a monk. He followed all of these rules. Like, I tried to smoke weed with him. He's like, no, 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 I can't smoke. That's against the rules. I tried to buy him a beer. He's like, I can't drink. We're in the car together, and he's like, hey, can we stop and get some almond milk? My friend goes, well, I have chocolate almond milk at home. And he said, uh, no, I can't do chocolate. That's against the rules. And then later, he was telling us a story about how he was smoking crack by the train tracks. And we were like, wait a minute, Monk. You could smoke crack? And he was like, no, yeah, yeah. Um, crack's not against the rules. <laughs> crack was invented long after the rules were invented. So I used to watch what I eat. Then they stopped letting me babysit. All this talk about battered children, I still like mine plain. That's all I have to say. Thanks, everyone. Rachel Pinson. Very funny set. You still, you still have a minute if people want to give comments because you only did two, two minutes or three minutes. Yeah, the elders don't know about crack. Please don't tell them. I don't know. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that monk stuff was really funny and um, just the idea of smoking crack. Is, yeah. Apparently, uh, Mormons fall in the same group. Uh, pills and stuff are really big in the community, but they can't do alcohol. But, uh, but alcohol, caffeine, off limits, but pills, you know. Clap your, oh, I still have three ice creams left. Uh, clap your hands together for Rachel Pinson. Yay, moving right along. We're moving into a Hunter Rock block. Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Hunter Stare. All right, let's do this. So I tried to do Sober September. It did not work out because I am a comedian and I go to bars all the time. Bought one of my friends a drink, realized that there's a $10 minimum. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm not that generous. Uh, so I'm 31 years old. Make some noise if you're over 30. Yeah, yeah. So are we both comfortably living inside our plan Bs at this point? Is that where we are now? I'm fully committed to my plan B. So I've, I've, my standards for myself have lowered a lot over the years. I used to think I was going to be like a statesman or a diplomat. I was a really smart kid. Now I'm just pleased if I can go into the bathroom without doing cocaine. Actually, that's not, that joke's not true anymore. I've like quit the hard drugs, but now I'm pleased with myself if I can go to the other side of the room and remember why I walked over there in the first place. So where are we with mommy and daddy? Is it okay to call people mommy and daddy during sex? I don't think it's okay. I've never done it before. I'll say mamacita though. That sounds like I'm fucking somebody else's mom. 
All right. So, uh, yeah, but being 31, I can see how so many famous people decided to commit suicide or die when they were 32. It's like Alexander the Great is like, what is that, poison? I thought you'd never ask. It's like Jesus like, oh, the Romans are coming. The Romans are coming. It's like, good, let them. I turned so much water into wine last night, guys. Why did you let me do that? If they promise to kill me today, I'll carry my own cross. Hendrix... Hendrix knew he wasn't coming out of that bathroom. Uh, so I've tried to sublimate my desire to do drugs into uh, spending money on sneakers. That's worked out really well. Sneakers, uh, they're a lot better for your heart, but the nasal drip is murder. All right, nasal drip joke. Uh, yeah, so I've got a beautiful wife. Uh, this is how uh, I know how beautiful my wife is to other people. It's everything. It's literally everything about her. She got hit on by the salesperson at the Toyota dealership in Walnut Creek, and that was just on the phone getting a quote. He was turned on by the sound that her vocal folds make when they flap together. That's the power of a sexy Colombian accent right there. And he said, this is exactly what he said. He said, yeah, you should come on down. Um, you were, I, I'd be happy to give you a test drive I think that you and I would I think that um I think we'd have a lot of fun it's like, whoa first of all so smooth is that is that are you the Dozeki's man from 2006 to 2016 because that was hella thirsty second of all I bet it sounds like the uh Toyota dealership in Walnut Creek has a really really healthy workplace environment that guy that guy seems like a real culture carrier gonorrhea <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh no that's it Hunter's Dare. Keeping it short, being a champ. We're going through another. We're in a Hunter Rock Block. Wow! Put your hands together for your next comedian, Hunter Uniac. Thank you, me. I've been working out lately. That's kind of cool, I guess. It's weird working out. Like, I've been, like, you know, trying to lift heavier weights, and I got up to deadlifting 315 pounds, which I think is pretty nice. But, like, when the fuck is that going to, you know, pop into my everyday life? You know, like, there's never going to be a time when, like, there's a family of five, like, traps on a rail, like, a train tracks with, like, a 315-pound, like, barbell right over them, and I'm going to be the guy just, like, train his entire fucking life for this shit. You know, like, I'm ready. I can do this. Train's coming. Hold up. I need to warm up really quick. Like, I need to fucking need 20 minutes just to get this 315 bounder. Do you have, like, a 195 one I can start off with? I'll be asking that three-year-old kid, like, hey, spot me, bro. It's not going to fucking work. Well, I'll be dead by the time I get to, like, 120. All right. I, um, anybody here an uh, oldest sibling? Anybody got little siblings? Yep, cool. I love that. The one person is like, yep. That's exactly how the answer should be. Like, the only time you're excited about having uh, younger siblings is that they're old enough to be dead already. You know? It's weird, though. Like, it's, it's weird how my dad asked me if I could be a uh, big brother. He's, he came into my bedroom. I was five years old. Came into my bedroom, sat on the foot of my bed, started, like, messing with my uh, baseball glove, that awkward father-son talk conversation. He went, hey, son, how would you like to be a big brother? That's a weird conversation. That's a weird thing to ask. And I didn't know what that meant. So I'm like, all right, dad, what do I do? What do I need to do to be a big brother? He goes, nothing. I'm just asking if I can raw dog your mom. <laughs> that's fucking weird. I didn't even know what raw dogging meant. So I'm like, dad, if you eat a raw hot dog, you're going to get sick. He goes, no, your mom's going to be the one puking for the next three months. Oh, yeah. It's fucking horrible, dude. I was five years old. Like I didn't, I'm 
my biggest problem in preschool that morning was figuring out shapes and sizes. And now he's asking me for if he could have a kid. He's giving me all the control of the fucking Chinese government right there. Like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. I do love my brothers, though, but it's really hard to love them when that conversation just constantly in the back of my head every single time I hang out with them. You know? It's weird, though. They're cool. They're, um, one's 19. He plays for CSM for college football. He's six foot four, 275 pounds. The other one's 15, six foot two. Shut the fuck up. Six foot two, 225 pounds. All right? I'm the smallest guy in my family. I'm six foot one, 190. I'm the perfect height for like a Tinder profile, and I still have a Napoleon complex. It just doesn't make any fucking sense, man. I do love them, though. I'm proud of them. I'm, um, I'm proud of them now because I moved out. You know, it's a lot easier to handle your family when you're not fucking around them. It's cool, though. Yeah, that's really all I got right now is about a riff, but we don't need to do that. All right, that's my time. Hunter Uniac giving time back to the room. What an awesome individual. Yay. I love that raw dog joke. I think that's very funny. Put your hands together for your next meeting. He's raw dogged some ladies in the past. Everybody, it's, it's Ernest Evangelista. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Is, is this on? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so uh, unlike Hunter, uh, I've been doing uh, Sober September. And uh, one... Uh, uh, one outcome that I didn't expect is uh, now I can't masturbate uh, because like I have to be fucked up to fuck myself. <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't. Jer- like like I'm. I don't know. I I I would say like I'm not addicted to porn, but the problem is I'm from San Francisco, and this is where the kinkiest weird porn came from. You guys know that? Do you guys know, like, King.com? It's uh, the armory over there. Uh, uh, that's, like, yeah. Uh, I There was this uh, bar called uh, Bar uh, 57 in uh, near SF State. And it was on Bar Rescue. You guys might know this because they uh, shot a porn there from King.com while uh, the business was going on. And uh, they got in trouble for that, mainly because uh, I'm pretty sure uh, there was a lot of kids from SS State, like, having fake IDs, and they were just into porn and stuff. I, I know, I was there uh, underage. Uh, but, yeah, you could tell, like, yeah, I recognized the same couches that people were getting fucked on, and I complained to the bar owner, like, hey, what's up with the stain? And he said, like, just pour beer on it. And then, then there was just semen beer on the stain. Um, yeah, it was weird to recognize that bar from the porn you watch. I also recognize uh, there was another porn that was shot in this El Salvadorian place up the street on on Mission uh, where I used to get pupusas and the girl was getting fucked into a trash can. Uh, the porn star name was Lily Storm. Don't judge my porn, guys. Don't judge. I could see your kink shame. Uh, I'll tell you the weirdest porn I ever jerked off to. 
uh, uh, there's this Japanese porn where there's this girl just dressed up as a, like a newscaster and she just straight lace telling uh, this news in English while guys just stand up like this and then go and then they jerk off in her face and she tries to keep a straight face. And honestly, I think we need to bring that to Fox News. Because it'll be, it'll be great. It'll be, like, more interesting. Uh, I'm just, like, it, 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 yeah, it, like, it, it, the old people from Fox News would like it. Bill Larry would love that. Uh, and also, like, uh, cucks from, uh, the Liberal Party would like it, too, because it's, uh, I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah, you guys have a good night. Ernest Evangelista, everyone. Wow. I, now all I can think about is coming in newscasters' faces. Uh, two comics left. Thank you guys for sticking around and being super supportive of your fellow comedians. Put your hands together, everybody, for Robert Hudson. Oh, was he the guy with the um, scooter? Yeah. All right. Here's your... And so, uh, Murad, we actually have time to give you a couple comments. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Murad Shockey. Okay, smart. Thinking on your feet. That's why you get the big bucks, Hunter. Okay, cool. The cord is wrapped around the... Don't worry about it. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> football's back in season. I don't really care because I'm not a football fan, but I'll day drink on a Sunday, you know. Uh, I saw a player get flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct, but have you met sportsmen? That's how they conduct. It's the NFL, not the fucking Peace Corps, you know? Like, they deal out brain trauma for a living, but people are like, oh, no manners. Um, I am a young, fresh-faced boy. Uh, I'm 24, uh, which surprises some people. I actually had somebody my age call me little buddy, so I'm pretty sure I'm gonna buy a gun. I uh, I uh, really hate telemarketers because they force you to be rude to poor people, you know? Like, hey, man, I know you're from a third world country and just working really hard and suffering, working harder than I ever will in my life. Uh, but stop fucking calling me. I don't care if this is how you feed your family. That's not funny. It's just how I feel. Uh, cool. Uh, I got broken up with recently. I got dumped. And uh, every day for the past six weeks since it's happened, I've eaten a four-pack of Reese's Cups. And they say there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. But have they tried the fetal position? You have to eat them real quick in the shower, you know? <laughs> cool, cool. I uh, recently witnessed an attempted murder. What's up, Rachel? Uh, she didn't do it. She just uh, had a similar experience. Yeah, an uh, uh, older, crack-inclined homeless person uh, got beaten up by crowbars. Well, not like sentient crowbars. Like, people beat him with crowbars. I called the cops. And uh, then I got subpoena to come testify in court. And subpoena is a fancy way of saying, like, hey, you know how you called 911 to save this dude's life? Come to court or we'll arrest you. Uh, <laughs> 
And then when you testify on the stand, we're gonna make you spell your name so their family can find you, you know? Cause you know who hates snitches more than criminals? You guessed it, their families. Uh, but uh, they were reading out the charges against the guy, and it was like uh, assault with a deadly weapon, possession of narcotics, uh, and battery against an elder, which is classic ageism, you know? Uh, I know when I go assaulting, <laughs> age is just a number, you know? I'm woke. <laughs> I beat the fuck out of everybody, young people, old people, mostly old people. Just old people. I go out onto the street and I beat the fuck out of old people. Cool. I uh, lost a lot of weight recently. I lost 40 pounds. Yeah, you're right. That is very impressive. Um, and I started losing the weight to get laid. And then I stayed on losing the weight because I felt better. But then I really stuck with it because I just noticed everybody's nicer to me. <laughs> Like, not even, you know, it makes sense that, like, maybe girls would talk to me more. We have certain beauty standards in our society, but uh, everybody's nicer to me. Cashiers smile at me. Cops say hello. Women let me treat them terribly. <laughs> and my credit score went up. That one was weird. I don't know what it is about weight loss where somebody comes up to you and they're like, hey, man, you're looking good. I feel like treating you with basic human decency and respect. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> Mirage Hockey, a great set. I don't know what you need comments for except for us to tell you that was amazing. I mean, the new jokes are great. The it's Your persona on stage is super light and fun that we can all laugh at you beating up old people. I thought that's hilarious. I mean, it's just uh, that was all very funny. And especially since you start at the beginning being like how you're little or whatever and then, and then into the be beating up old people. That was all real great. Cool, thank you. That one, it, turn it on. Oh, oh, there. Yeah, I feel like the only one that is more conceptual, but you should definitely keep with it because I think it's funny, is the idea that somebody as cute as you needs a gun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because that was more of a premise that you had than anything else, but yeah. I, I think it's a good premise. Cool. Yeah. I, I think a good tag for, uh, he called me little buddy, so I'm pretty sure I'm about, I'm about to buy a gun, and say, say hello to my little friend. Oh! There you go. Yeah. Clap your hands wildly, everybody. Murat Chalky! We have one last comic who just walked to the door. Clap your hands for your last comic of the night. It's Ken Danger! It's Ken Danger on Facebook, but I'm actually Danger Ken. They didn't believe my name was actually Danger Ken. I had to actually send my uh, a copy of my driver's license, which my first name is Ken and the last name is not Danger. By the way, this is where the danger comes from. I'm learning Krav Maga. I'm level one, and that's pretty dangerous so far. So anyway, um, this didn't happen in Krav Maga. This happened uh, when I was yanking up. Uh, musty old carpet out of the RV I'm, I'm uh, fixing up to hit the road as soon as I can uh, get some power steering back in that bad boy. I've been driving it around for the past week with no power steering. And this thing weighs 8,500 pounds. It's small, but that's a lot of weight. Plus 178. That's, I don't know. I can't do 86, 78. Eh, that's about right. So being bald is, is it's not as fun as you might think. I've been bald since I was in my like early 20s. And for the longest time, I had just a little fringe on top. And bald, 
And I just grew it long and brushed it right back, kind of like Donald Trump, only cooler, until the wind blew, and then it was like, woo. So I decided to shave it, and I've been shaving ever since. I won't be shaving anytime soon, unfortunately, because ah, I don't want to open that back up. I let it bleed for about five minutes, and then I woke up three hours later, and I no longer have to uh, paint my RV floor. It's a nice crimson color. I'll just find a matching, matching color at Lowe's. Um, but the one thing about being bald that definitely has saved me money is shampoo. I mean, haircuts, you know, I shave it myself. I only bleed once in a while when I'm drunk. Never shave your head when you're drunk because that stuff is very slippery and if you get it the wrong way, you just get a nice new uh, scar there. But the, uh, I recently bought shampoo for actually for my beard, not this one. I had a longer beard. I'm growing it back. I had to shave it. It was dusty. Uh, long story. It was dusty. Dusty Beard. That's a good name. Hi, I'm Dusty Beard. Now Danger Ken's better. Uh, it will be dusty again. I got back from Burning Man. That's why I was so dusty. Uh, I'm just so dusty. My bike is covered in dust. My my balls are barely getting the moisture back to them because I wore this the whole time. Sans underwear. Uh, caught some nice breezes. Somebody caught some terrible views. I apologize for that. But there were a lot of naked people. They, their balls weren't as, as droopy as mine and they're penises weren't just bobbing on the top of those two balls like hey guys what's up it actually talks but it talks more like hey guys what's up you know sideways mouth uh, have you ever done that have you ever made your penis talk you know you, yeah. you sit on the toilet and you're bored and you spin it around and you, what's your penis voice sound like that's my penis voice he stole it from me I'll change mine I'll, I'll make it a deep I'll be like even though I shouldn't. I, it should be like Mickey Mouse. My penis should talk like Mickey Mouse. Like, hoo-hoo, because, you know, I'm Irish. All right. Oh. Oh. I go by banana. I I actually, um, I've been, I haven't been doing stand-up for about six and a half years. I did a 20-minute set. <laughs> was that last night? Oh, boy. And it, it was pretty good. I brought the uh, puppet out at the end. Uh, I don't have time for that tonight, but... Um, uh, I'm going to start just, starting now, I'm going to give you a banana, and instead of the red light or the horn, just throw a banana at me. Hang on, let me get ready for you. Sorry. Okay, so throw this at, wait. Throw, hang on. Throw this at me next time instead of the horn or the red light. I appreciate that. Hang on. All right, there it is. My penis. Anyway, um, my penis is small. Um, that's not a joke. I'm just being honest. Um, but it grows. Not much. I mean, it goes from like this to like that or maybe occasionally that another last weight maybe it's more like that but right now it's kind of like that anyway i think that's my time i'm danger ken <laughs> danger ken everyone ending on a dick joke like a professional this has been joke workshop thanks so much for coming uh join us at any of our four open mics every week mondays and fridays from six to eight saturdays and sundays from four to six and thank you so much for your support of mutiny radio hey we're gonna go over to delirium if anyone's gonna go see that show we'll be back next week yay thanks for supporting mutiny radio yay 
Tigers. We fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers. We're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for the Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
nine months ago, a small hand-wrought baton began a journey in John O'Groats, Scotland, packed tenderly into the crusty saddlebags of some adventurous next to her underwear and can opener. At present, the thing is several time zones away, but on its way to San Francisco next month, Friday, October 4th, we will be celebrating its arrival with a party at Moto Guild on Treasure Island. Join us in welcoming the baton and her bearers, the Women's Riders World Relay to Northern California, making its way back to Europe via everywhere from the furthest reaches of six continents, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Oceania, and on its way across North and South America, igniting a global sisterhood of inspirational women to promote courage, adventure, unity, and passion for biking. There'll be music, food, entertainment, neat bikes to look at, stories to swap, art to ogle, purchase, and people to meet. Everyone is, of course, invited to bring the whole family. Family admission is free, but bring a few bucks for food, bevies, a raffle, and cool stuff from vendors. On Friday, October 4th, San Francisco will be celebrating the arrival of the Baton in California at Moto Guild on Treasure Island from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Come celebrate your love of the motorcycle and the women who ride them. For more information on the party and other awesome motorcycle-related tidbits, join the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Collective on Facebook for lots of information. Info on the relay, visit womenridersworldrelay.com. Hope to see you there at Moto Guild on Friday, October 4th with Dames Don't Care. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. 
counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van Ness. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. Like, Siri, you know she's being recorded. Like, watch, like. The story of the Almighty God? No? Siri, what's my name? 